it is the word of God that gives you the language of the Lord and his laws, his will, his edicts, his commands, his statutes. When you know what those are, it is those that he speaks from. When he speaks to you, he speaks from his eternal word. Once having spoken, it continues to speak. And because you know the word, the Holy Spirit brings it up into you and you hear it in your spirit, even in your ear. Thine ear shall hear a word behind thee saying, this is the way, walk ye in it when you shall turn to the left or right. And some have come in need of direction, I feel tonight. God wants to give direction. God wants to give direction. And you say, well, Brother Novell, you need direction more than we do. (laughs) But I am at such peace. I am in such trust with God. I am so sure that he's got it all under control. I am not worried. I am not anxious. I am not perplexed. I am not between a rock and a hard place. The steps of the righteous man are ordered of the Lord and he directs his path. Hallelujah. It's better for me. It's better for me. For I trust in the Lord and he brings it to pass. We were singing a chorus a while ago. I'm trading my sorrows. I'm trading my shame. I'm laying them down for the joy of the Lord. So if you want joy, give God your sorrow tonight. The things that have hurt you, disappointed you, created anguish of your heart, grief in your spirit. Turn it over to God and exchange your sorrows for his joy. I'm trading my sickness and pain. What are you going to get? The joy of the Lord. I'm going to get rid of all my sickness and disease in Jesus' name. It has no part in me. It is not God's will that I be sick. Every good and perfect gift cometh down from the Father of lights, in whom is no verbalness, neither shadow of turning. Everything bad comes from the devil. Everything good comes from God. Everything bad comes from the devil. Everything good comes from God. But you know that all things work together for good to them who love God and who are the called according to His purpose. It don't matter where it comes from. By the time it gets in my space, by the time it gets in my room, in my zone, it's going to turn into blessing. Well, I'm going to curse you in Jesus' name. You ain't cursing me. I'm so blessed I can't be cursed. Woo! So saved I can't get lost. So free I can't be bound. So healed I can't get sick. Ooh. Ooh. Let's send the word to Cody tonight. Let's send the word to Cody. Oh, there you are. I'm agreeing with you. Let's send the word to Cody. You sent your word and healed them of all their disease. Sir, it's not necessary for you to come to my house. I have servants and I command them and they do as I bid. If you will just say the word. (laughs) If you believe whatsoever you say, you shall receive. I send the word of faith. I send the word of health and healing to Cody tonight. And call him healed in Jesus' name. Ow! I feel good. Woo! My, 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 my. I'm trading. I'm trading. I'm trading spaces. I'm trading places. I'm going to redecorate. I'm going to get the extreme makeover. All right. I'm laying them down. Pressed, but not crushed. Yeah, I can handle it. Take a little pressure. I were good under pressure. Lean on me. He ain't heavy in my brother. You know, oh. Pressed, biggest dillus. Maximus supremus horribilis. But I'm not crushed. Mm. 
Persecuted? Bring it on, baby. Give me your best shot. Huh? Blessed are they who are persecuted. I want to be blessed. Somebody persecute me. Somebody talk about me behind my back. Somebody point their 10-foot religious finger up my nose. Come on, give me your best shot. I'm going to be blessed whether you like it or not. <laughs> you can't sin of bad things. You can't ruin my reputation. I don't have one. I'm already dead. You can't kill me. Ha, 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 ha. Woo! Persecuted but not abandoned. I'm struck down. Oh, man, I may get down, but I'm coming back. I'm bouncing right back. I'm the unsinkable Molly Brown. I'm coming back. You may put me down. You can step on me and stomp me, but I'm coming back. They left Paul for dead. They beat him to a pulp, left him for dead. He just got up after they all walked away and said, man, that was close. Woo. Huh? Oh, persecuted but not abandoned. Struck down but not destroyed. I'm blessed beyond the curse. Where's the curse? I don't know where it's at, but I'm blessed beyond that. My blessing supersedes and goes beyond curse. What's that? So cursed, excuse me, so blessed, you can't be cursed. Are you hearing me tonight? So blessed, you can't be cursed. So blessed, you can't be cursed. And when I've been in intense spiritual warfare, I've had to set perimeters and assign angels and plead the blood and envelop my property. All right, so I understand the warfare. I understand when Diablo comes into the house and puts things on family members and then we intercede and travail and we begin to speak and the word gives us the exact word to say and we send it back from where it comes. So blessed we can't be cursed. So blessed we can't. His promise will endure. I've got lots of promises and I preach a lot from the Old Testament for it's an example unto us. It's a clinical, easy to understand storyline that we can transpose into spiritual realities for today. But did you know I've got a better covenant than Moses had? I've got a better covenant than Abraham had? I've got all their covenants. Plus, I've got a covenant now that's based upon better promises. (laughs) Jesus is the executor of my will. Hallelujah. I've got a promise from him. Huh? He's spoken unto us by the fathers and the prophets. But in this last days, we have a sure word, a more sure word. And it's Jesus. Everybody say Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Mm. Mm. Hey, when the Dixie girls were kicking that up all ago, I love you. I just want to get up and do something. You know. Oh, it's so good. When you're talking about the love of the Lord and the goodness of God, you know what I'm saying? Oh, my blessed. His joy is going to be my strength. Though sorrow may last for the night, his joy comes in the morning. Good morning, Nakona. Good to see you out tonight. It's Johnny Goround Show. Dialing for blessings. Calling right out. It's morning, folks. The son of righteousness has arisen with healing in his wings. Hallelujah. The sun's coming up in the morning. Good morning, Nakona. Good morning, abundant life. Good to see, looking good, my man. Good to see you this morning. Looks like you had a good night's rest. Looks like everything's going, my, everything's coming up roses. Looks like everything's going well for you. Hallelujah. You're on the top. You're above and not beneath. You're blessed in the basket, best in the store. Everywhere you go, you're blessed. You go to an empty restaurant, it's filled by the time you leave. You go to an empty service station, it's filled by the time you leave. Wherever you go, it is blessed. Blessing emanates from you. 
blessing you cannot give what you do not have you are blessed (laughs) and you're giving out that which God has put inside of you he's breathed his blessing he's placed his blessing he's implanted some of himself inside of you and baby if you got it flown it show it all be excited amen when I was praying up here today and we have prayer at 10 o'clock in the morning and I've spent the first 30 minutes back there in, in the no zone, <laughs> you know, just kind of, and then the next 30 minutes I started moving the next hour. Oh, hallelujah. I was walking across here saying, and I didn't take my clothes off, but I make myself bare before you. Do you understand that? No pretense. Huh? No shields up, no barriers, no walls, honest, open, truthful. What you see is what you get. I make myself bare to you and expose my heart to you so you can do in me what you will, hallelujah, and put into me some of yourself. I'm full of life tonight. And I give out that which I have received. Amen? Freely I've received, freely I give. Praise God. (laughs) There were uh, a couple of... uh, Scriptures that came today, I just mentioned this one a moment ago uh, in Romans chapter 10, verse 17. But I just I just felt like tonight that I was supposed to read it. And I'll, I'll use King Jimmy since that's the one that Paul used. <laughs> not OK. I mean, I'm going to use it, but that's not the one he used. But it's the one that we respect. Most of us have a copy of that version in Romans chapter 10. Romans chapter 10, verse 17. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith by hearing, hearing by the word of God. I want to hear. Why? Because I can't have faith unless I hear. I have, I have to have something to base my faith on. I have to have something to base my faith on. Did you hear me? I have to have something to base my faith on. I have to receive hearing knowledge truth into my inner man my spirit man so he can resuscitate and be regenerated and stimulated by the holy ghost and then truth will prevail amen i want to hear so i can have faith faith comes when you hear hearing only comes by the word of god so faith comes by the word of god do you understand look at mark chapter 11 Verse 22, 23, 24. Mark chapter 11, verse 23 and 24. I'll begin in verse 22. Jesus answering unto them. Excuse me. He's dealing with the uh, the uh, fig tree. He came by the previous day. It was not seasoned. It had no fruit. He cursed it. They came back the next day and it was withered up. Now notice he did not do anything to the plant physically. He didn't step on it. He didn't peel the leaves off. He didn't break the branches. He spoke his word. And the word did exactly what he said it would do. It accomplishes the thing whereunto he sends it. Whatever God says, that's what happens. (laughs) He spoke things that are not as though they were and they did then become. So then Jesus tells them, they were amazed that it happened like Jesus said it would. And he's like, what did you expect? 
You think I'm just talking? You think I'm giving some kind of a analogy here? No, I am speaking and what I say happens. Jesus moved in faith. Jesus moved in conjunction with the Spirit of God. Jesus moved in the will of the Father. He spoke and it happened. And so Jesus answering said unto them, Have faith in God. Or better rendered, have the faith of God. Have God's faith. When God says something, He expects it to happen and it does. When you say something, you should expect it to happen and it will. Is that right? Well, let's find out. For verily I say unto you, that is the way that Jesus has of saying, look, now sit down, pay attention. Pay attention. I've got something real sharper to tell you. And if you're not careful, it'll just right over your head, man. So pay attention, perk up. Here, listen to this. Whosoever. Everybody say, I'm whosoever. Whosoever. Now, remember, that's whosoever. And if you read the Romans 10 chapter, You'll see the whosoevers can call on the name of the Lord and be saved. The whosoevers can do a lot of things. You gotta be a whosoever. You gotta be somebody, anybody. You gotta be human. How many humans are here tonight? Ah, uh, I'm not gonna ask the other people to raise their hands, okay. <laughs> whosoever shall say unto this mountain, mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea. And shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Where we get tripped up is the mountain. Because we don't have no bulldozer or front end loader. Are you hearing it? And it's Jesus' simple way of saying that there is might, there is power in the word. Life and death is in the tongue. What you say is what you get. So he says, let me, let, let's take that mountain thing out of there and see what it reads like then. Whosoever shall say, oh. <laughs> okay, you fill in the blank. You have a need tonight. Be it spiritual, physical, financial, emotional, some kind of a need in your life tonight. You know why I know that? Because you're human. Humans have needs. If God was moved by your need, you would, there would be no needs. God is not moved by your need. He's moved by your faith. If I want my need met, I've got to approach him with belief. So watch what happens. Verily I say to you, whosoever shall say mm, whatsoever and shall not doubt in his heart. So it's not just saying it. It's not doubting. Not doubting. What's the opposite of not doubting? Believing. So why don't we just leave that part out too here? Now, I'm not carving up the scripture. I'm not rewriting it. I don't want to go to hell over this. So listen up, okay? Whosoever, let's go down to, but shall believe in the middle of the verse. It's the same difference. Y'all said not doubt in his heart is the same thing as shall believe. Is that right? So why say it twice? We understand the point. He's making his point. I understand the point. So let's read it clean now. That whosoever shall say, whatsoever and shall believe that those things that he says shall come to pass he shall have whatsoever he says therefore I say to you because this is the way it works now I'm going to say something to you based on that truth based on that principle what things soever you desire oh my God whatever you want Whatever your longing, your yearning, your craving is for. 
Whatever your need is. Are you hearing it now? Whatsoever you desire. When you pray. That is that you're petitioning heaven. You're dialoguing with God. Believe that you receive them. What's them? Whatsoever I desire. If when I pray, I believe that I receive whatsoever I desire, then I shall have whatsoever I shall desire. <gasps> now, if that's logos, of course, that's red print because Jesus said I have red letter edition, but logos is normally just defined as black print on white paper. It's written word. It's transcribed will. It's relevant to anybody and everybody, but everybody may not receive it as a fresh spoken word directly to them. But then we talk about the rhema, the fresh bread, the manna from heaven. Give us as they are daily bread. Speak to me afresh today, Lord. Your mercy is new every morning. I want to hear from heaven today. That's how I approach the Lord each day. So he's talking to us now and he is saying this into our spirit. He is calling you by name. Robert, Sue, Bob, Billy, George. He is saying whatever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive and you shall receive. All you have to do is have a desire, have something in your heart that's important to you, that would honor God, that would glorify his name. Just have a want to, a desire in your heart, and then pray about it. And when you pray, don't mully grub. Well, God, God, if you want to, I don't know, I've not been real good. And Shoot, I'll just forget it. No, you go boldly into the throne of grace. God, according to your word in Mark chapter 11, verses 22, 23, and 24, I come to you now with a desire of my heart. I come to you now needing direction. I come to you now needing finances. I come to you now needing healing. I come to you now in Jesus' name with a need on my heart. And I'm believing, God, that when I speak it in just a few moments, that I will have what I say. And then I say it. I say it. And when I say it, I receive it. If I say $10,000, somebody may knock on my, might not knock on my door at that moment, hand me the check. But it's already in process. Understand that. When you don't see God working, He is. When you think He's not, He is. When you wonder if he is, he is. When you're not sure, he is. When you see it manifest, there's not a whole lot of work to do then. You already got it. As a matter of fact, you don't even need faith once you got what you want. The Bible says that. But faith is what brings it to you. Faith is the delivery boy. Faith does the will of God. Faith gets it from him to you. It is the line. It's the communique. It's the way that he transfers himself and his possessions, the riches of glory in Christ Jesus, into your coffers. You shall have whatsoever you say. That, my friend, is the word of God. Amen? And then listen to this. Oh, my Jesus. God told me somebody was going to be here tonight and this word was from them. And uh, because we're kind of fluid tonight, well, at least I am. <clears throat> they call it demonstrative. Animated presentation. <laughs> Whatever, I don't really care, but I get very excited about God and His word 
and I'd rather preach than eat. Most of you have heard me eat, now you can hear me preach. Psalm 37 is for somebody here tonight. I'm going to begin to read the word. Now, everybody sit down. No, don't stand yet. Don't stand yet. I'm going to begin to read Psalm 37. And if you hear anything in there that sounds right for you, that you need, that you want to latch on to, I double dog dare you to stand up right where you are. Don't step in the aisle. Don't come up front. Just stand up and, and just receive it as though God is auditing with you one on one. I've underlined a few verses in Psalm chapter 37. And here's what he says. Trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land and verily thou shalt be fed. Hadn't missed a meal yet. Hmm? Oh yeah, it's tight. Yeah, but I ain't missed a meal yet. Why? Because those that trust the Lord do good. They get to eat. They get to dwell. That means my house payment with utilities. Well, stand up then. We're sitting there. Yeah, okay, you're getting it. Are you hearing me now? Don't sit down. Won't you stand up? I ain't through. Let's read Psalm 37 here. And he goes on and says, Delight thyself. Oh, delight, delight. When I was waltzing, when I was jumping and I, I was delighting. Delight thyself also in the Lord. And he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Oh God, we got some folk that time. And he shall give thee the desires. Did we not just read that in Mark chapter 11? So y'all are getting this. Man, the chains are clicking. The lights are coming on. I'm delighting. When I'm trusting, I'm delighting. When I'm resting, I'm delighting. When I'm waiting, I'm delighting. Oh, 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 oh. commit thy way. You don't know the way anyway. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. My God. When he said that to me today, I got my pen out and I just started scribbling in my Bible. It jumped off the page and God spoke to me from his word. He said that I was to trust, I was to delight, and I was to commit. And if I would, I would dwell in the land and I would be fed. And I'd get the desires of my heart and that God would bring to pass every good thing and every promise that he's ever made to me. <laughs> Woo! Like money in the bank. Better, 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 better insured. Better deposits. Hallelujah. He says in verse 7, you ought to rest in the Lord. Learn how to rest in the Lord and wait patiently for Him. Anybody lately had trouble resting in the Lord and waiting patiently for Him? Come on, be honest. Thank you. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. About, about twenty folk. Are you hearing me now? It's the word of the Lord. I will keep them in perfect peace. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives I unto you. In this world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. I will keep them in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on me. When you shouldn't be focusing on God, you are focusing on God. 
When everything is distracting you, you keep your focus on God. When the stoning is happening, you're looking up. Are you hearing me now? That proves you trust Him. And when you trust Him, He'll saturate you, clothe you, vacuum you, envelope you in a divine supernatural peace. He says, the meek shall inherit the earth. Verse 11. He says in verse 16, a little that a righteous man hath is better than the riches of many wicked folk. Mine lasts longer and goes further. They're miserable day and night. I'm happy day and night. (laughs) Oh, yeah. As a matter of fact, it says the righteous shall inherit the land. Verse 29. It says in verse 34, wait on the Lord and keep his way. He'll exalt thee to inherit the land. Sounds like we got something coming. I've been calling the land mine. Have you been calling Nakona? Bowie? Have you been calling your areas yours? Have you been claiming Joshua? You hear it now. You will inherit the land. And these are the principles whereby you enter into inheritance. Oh, mark the perfect man and behold the upright. For the end of that man is peace. He's going to walk in it. And when he gets through, that's where he's going to be. He's going to stay in it all of his life. He'll never leave it. Now, here's the clincher also. I want you to be sure and hear this. Verse 22. For such as be blessed of him shall inherit the earth. If you ain't blessed, you're not inheriting. You're not inheriting. There are things that we are to inherit. Not in the sweet by and by, in the nasty now and now. We need them today. We won't need them when we get there. We need them now. We need them now. We need them now. So he says that for such as be blessed of him shall inherit the earth. So I am blessed, so I'm walking in my inheritance. Are you understanding that? Now, verse 23, the steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord, and he delights in his way. The steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord, the direction I'm going, and he delights in his way, the way that God mapped out for me, my destiny, my path that he chose for me. Though he fall, now listen to this carefully. I'm not talking to any backsliders tonight. I'm not talking about immoral people that are running around. I'm not talking about people that have fell and fell mildly and, 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 and wasted their grace. I'm talking about difficulties that trip us up in life's pathways. Obstacles that are placed before us that we have to hurdle. And if we hadn't been hurling all along, then we don't have the stretch. We don't have the leg. We don't have the endurance. And so we find ourselves falling along the side in the way of the race. He says, uh, though he fall, who is this he? The steps of the good man, the steps of the good woman. Are you understanding? The steps that are ordered of the Lord, that kind of a person. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly, he won't stay down. He shall not be utterly cast down. You watch that boy. He coming back. He's going to win the race. I don't care how far ahead everybody else is. I don't care how defeated it may appear at the moment. It ain't over till it's over. And it's never over till I win. Hallelujah. He says, for the Lord upholdeth him. God picked him up. While you was talking about him, God had him in his hand. Where does that leave you? He came. Where's he going to fall? He's going to fall right into the palm of God's hand. Huh? I'm standing on the rock, the rock of ages. Huh? If I fall, where am I falling? I fall on the rock. Woo! I can't lose for winning. <laughs> he says, I was young. How many has ever been young before? Oh, don't raise your hand. That's a trick question. Oh, God bless the, the people that have hair like me. Okay. Or those of the absence thereof. I have been young. 
And now am old, yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. I receive it in Jesus' name. I receive it in Jesus' name. The word of the Lord is working mightily in me. Psalm 37 was written for me. David was anointed of the Holy Ghost. And he was writing for me. God has revealed his word to me. I have faith now to believe for the impossible. There is no obstacle that can keep me from my destiny. God is for me. Who can be against me? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Let's rejoice in the Lord now and praise his name. Woo! Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Woo! 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Tell somebody, I got faith. Because I heard the word. And it created faith in me. I am a reservoir of faith. If you need any faith, talk to me. I will impart the word of God to you and God will restore and minister to you. Don't challenge that now. Receive and believe. 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 Oh, receive and believe. Receive. I'm looking for somebody with something that's visible so God can manifest. Uh, uh, it's, it's like a cataract on your eye here or something, sis. Is that it? My mom just had a surgery for that, so I'm just curious. Is that like a cataract or something, right? I'm not going to ask you if you have faith or not because it doesn't matter because I do. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? I'm tapped into God. I'm a healing agent. God said that John Norvell shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. In the name of Jesus, I command sight to these eyes and I command all the discoloration and all the other stuff to go in Jesus' name. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Are you hearing what I'm saying? Once faith is there, faith is there. Faith wants to work. If faith is dormant, faith dissipates. Faith disappears. Faith vanishes. And fear comes in its place. I will not fear. I will not fear. I don't fear the devil. I don't fear man. I only fear the Lord. Are you understanding what I'm saying here tonight? I have faith. And you're either walking in fear or faith tonight. You're either walking in fear or faith tonight. And God says, cross. I cross the line. He says, cross the line and get over on the God side and have the faith of God. Mm. Oh! If Jesus had been on time, I told you yesterday, Laz wouldn't have died. But Laz died. And Mary and Martha was a weeping. (laughs) Because they had never come to that level of faith before. 
Hallelujah. I believe God can heal. And if I can just get the healer here, it'll work. But what if you can't get the healer? Do you know anybody that can resurrect the dead? <laughs> Look in your yellow pages and find somebody. Is there anybody? Is it possible? Can the dead be raised? <laughs> Jesus says, I'm here to tell you. Because I was dead and yet I'm alive forevermore. And I've got the keys of death, hell, and the grave. Though you be dead, yet shall you live. Laz got sick. Instead of getting healing, he got resurrection. When Jesus was dying on the cross, the graves opened up. Oh, resurrection morning. There was one more, there was more than just one man coming out of a mosque. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, um, 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 mausoleum. (laughs) That was what I was looking for. Ooh. Okay. There wasn't any mosques back then. Okay. Here we are. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Because the graves were open and many came back to life. When the three Hebrew children were in that fiery furnace, it did not look very good for them, but their faith said something. It don't matter to me. It don't matter to me. It just doesn't matter. If I stay cool, if I don't, cooler. I'm going to win either way. You going to be my ticket to heaven? Give me, punch it, baby. Let's go for it. The people that take him to the furnace die because it's so hot. He did seven times hotter than ever before. <laughs> but when the king looks in and says, by the way, how many of those guys was there? I thought we only had three. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. <laughs> Lo, I see four men. Unharmed, unhurt, loose. They're unbound, walking in the midst of the fire. The form of the fourth, dear God, it's the Son of God. It's the Son of God. Where is Jesus in your crisis? He's in the fire. He's in the fire. He's in a low. I will not leave you. I will not forsake you. I will be a friend to you that sticketh closer than a brother. Where's Jesus? He, he's got your back. He's right there with you. <laughs> no evil shall come nigh your dwelling. Uh, no harm. No demon infestation. Uh, no oppression. Uh, because Jesus destroys the yoke. Fiery furnace. That's just a chance to prove that faith works. Somebody say faith in God works. Because I go in but I come out delivered. When I come out it's better than it ever was before. Had I not had the trialing of my faith, I'd still be mamby pammy nobody. But now I'm a headliner. <laughs> Got my own theater. Woo! Oh, Route 76 there. You know what I'm talking about. Oh my my my. I ain't know nobody. I've been through the test. I had the gun held in my head. I've got the books. I've got the messages. And I'm going around the world preaching it now. God gave me a pulpit because I had faith. Are you hearing it now? Somebody shirks from faith. Somebody shirks from using their faith. Somebody shirks from problems. Some people shirk from opposition. Some people shirk from persecution or oppression of some kind. Oh, golly. Welcome it. Welcome it. Welcome it. Tribulation worketh patience. Patience, experience, experience, hope. Hope maketh not ashamed because the love of God shed abroad in your heart. Ha <laughs> Woo! By the Holy Ghost which is given us. Three Hebrews in a fiery furnace, no problem. We got faith, got milk, no, got faith, got milk, no, got faith. Got faith? Yeah, you're coming out, son, because you got faith. Daniel in the den of lions. I didn't say in the lion's den. 
Because y'all think they had a back room. Instead of a family room, you call it a den. And there happened to be a couple of lions in there. Not a den of lions is like a covey of quail. A herd of goats. Or <laughs> oh, hear what I'm saying? It, it's, it's a school of fish. It's, it's a group of them critters. And there was a hungry den of lions. Hmm? Didn't make no never mind. Because Daniel done made his speech. You tell me I can't pray? Watch this, Bubba. All you got to do is look at my window. I'm going to pray where you can see me, sucker. Well, they're going to they're gonna tax us. They're going to come against us if we, if we do this. I won't bother you, devil, if you won't bother me. Come on now. You know some people have made arrangements. There's people in this house tonight that have made arrangements. I'll keep a low profile, Diablo. You stay away from me, you hear me? And don't you dare touch my kids. You know? And we just kind of sail along. Everybody talking about, oh, I got problems. Well, I don't have any problems. I'm more spiritual than you. Huh? Yeah, you done, you done been God. He don't have to antagonize you. You hear what I'm saying now? All of a sudden, Daniel's in this den of lions. Where's God? He's tagged on to the faith of a man of God. They said, I don't care what the king, the president, the governor, the mayor, whoever says what, I don't care. I'm going to do what's right no matter what. Are you hearing me? Good man, good man, step to the good man. I'm going to do what is right regardless. He goes into the den of lions expected to be eaten alive before he hit the ground. But during the night, the king comes to check. How are you, Dan? Look, oh, it's all fine, man. Comfy, cozy. These lions lay pretty good, you know. Never had a lion pillow before. I'm thinking I'm going to invent a new thing here, you know. Make some money on lion pillows. Uh, it's all good down here, king. How you doing? I ain't sleeping so good. Well, come on down here with me. No. <laughs> Gets him out the next day and the other guys go in. He comes out. Why? God shuts the mouth. Of who? Of the devourer. Of the one that's after you. The enemy of your soul that would rip holes in your money bags so everything in the house breaks down and you can't keep the car running and the tires have to be aired up every day. Are you hearing anything here? We're talking about rebuking the devourer. Because you had faith and said, I'm going to do what is right regardless. And my Bible says God shut the mouth of the lion, though he was hungry, though he had a yearning for some fresh meat. And Daniel was looking pretty tasty. God shut his mouth and he could not eat. My God, what are y'all worried about? Consider the lilies of the field. They come up one day, go down the next. Yet Solomon in all of his splendor was not arrayed and fashioned like as of one of them. Look at the birds, the sparrows. They don't toil or sow. Yet God feeds them. Don't you realize that you're of much more value than sparrows? Don't you realize that you shouldn't have need of food or clothing or any other kind of thing that God's going to take good care of you and he's going to hold you in the palm of your hand and the devourer's mouth is shut. I'll receive it in Jesus' name. I receive the word of faith with boldness now. I can go forward in strength. I'm not afraid. I'm not perplexed. 
God's on my side. I'm marching with victory. Hallelujah. No, though all hail assail me, I shall not be moved like the tree planted by the waters. I shall not be moved. Hallelujah. Peter is in jail. Looked pretty bleak. Church was praying. <laughs> he got out. I'm not sure it was their prayers because when he showed up, they couldn't believe. Duh. It's a no-brainer. But Pete gets out. He had faith because he was doing the right thing. And he had an angelic bondsman come in in the middle of the night, open all the doors, and let him right out into the city. Spooky, huh? You think you're going to lock me up and throw away the key? Paul says, I may be in prison, but the gospel ain't in prison. Huh? I may be bound in a little cell here, but the gospel ain't bound. It's free. I'm saving people every day. Huh? I'm, 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 I'm in places where nobody else will go and reaching people that nobody else can reach. I got a ministry. <laughs> but I don't want no jail ministry on the inside. Glory to God. Five loaves and two fish to feed 5,000. Not good math. But Jesus prays. Somebody said little is much when God is in it. Hmm? Somebody said a little that a righteous man has is better than, uh, than the riches of many wicked. Jesus prays because there was a need there and he began to pray over impossible odds. He saw what was not and spoke what he saw with eyes of faith. He saw everybody eating that day. And he prays a prayer commensurate to his faith. And says, now go out, boys, break the bread and uh, serve fish. And they ate that day. They ate to their fill, and after it was over, we collected 12 basketfuls of leftovers that had not even been touched. I always end up with more than what I start with when God's in it. Blessings many times will come through difficulty, through circumstances that have given a choice you would avoid. But God is determining in you. Like he did with Abraham when he says, go and take thine only son Isaac up on Mount Moriah and sacrifice him there on the altar. Huh. Oh. And when he had bound him on the sacrificial rock and was about to come down with the blade to, uh, to destroy this life, the angel Lord spoke and says, now I know, now I know. The trying of your faith, severe though it may be, is more precious than gold. Hear it tonight. When you get to heaven, the decor, the, the, the noticeable uh, detail about the glorified body as I have been perceiving it in my prayer time is that those who are the most severely persecuted and have gone through the most difficult of times, will somehow shine just a little brighter. Every time there was a sword cut or a bullet hole in a person who gave their life for Christ, that is appearing in a glorified body like radiant light and gold. What we look at as ugly here is beautiful there. And I have consigned myself to the fact that I want what matters for eternity and will gladly pay the price here in this short, minuscule moment so that I can live all of eternity ruling worlds with Jesus. 
didn't sound so good when Jesus died on the cross. We scattered like <laughs> chickens with our heads cut off. But we found out a little later that it really was on purpose. And that if he hadn't have done it, the price of redemption wouldn't have been paid and that we'd still be lost in our sin. He was the Yeshua, Hamashiach, the Christ of God, the Messiah sent from heaven. And he was, as Isaiah said, as a sheep before his shears is dumb, he opened not his mouth and he suffered the bruising, the beating, by his stripes, so that we could have what we had. It looked horrible, but boy, it turned out so wonderful. God had made a promise to his son that if you will do as we have planned from the foundation of the world, we will create these humans and we will give them everything there is to offer the best of heaven on earth. And yet they will walk away from us, ignore us, disobey us, and we will have to take them out from the pleasures of the heaven on earth. Yet to bring them back into the pleasures, into the hundredfold in this life and in the world to come eternal life, you will have to lay down your life. You will have to give your life, my son. That's why the scripture says he was slain from the foundation of the world because when it was first created, before there were any people in his foreknowledge, he knew that that creation would require his blood. Yet he still created us. Yet he still forgave us. Yet he still loved us. I, 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 that's hard. And your throne will be endless. And your ruling will be for eternity. Worlds upon worlds, end upon end. You will have all authority that there is. And these will all be bowing at your feet. And everything will come together in order. That's why Jesus was willing. Because he trusted God. Guess what happened on the third day? He arose. He arose. Hallelujah. He arose. We get him back and we're so excited. And then he takes off again. <laughs> we're like, come on, give me a break here. We're just not getting our act together. We want you. We don't want you to leave. We're ready. What do you want us to do? He says, nothing. Set still. Don't cross the street for a screwdriver. Don't just send out for pizza. Don't go anywhere. Just stay where you are. He was seen for 50 days. 40. Or 500 there was an interval of a little over a week after he ascended until the day of Pentecost came. They had time to get their act together. His going was bad, but if he didn't go, the other comforter wouldn't have come. If I don't go, the other comforter can't come. The other comforter, there's another one? Oh yeah, he has been with you like he's in me. He will be in you. And you see the things I've done. Yeah, wowzer. Well, greater than these shall you do because I go. I've got to go. Hasta la vista, baby. I'm out of here. Call me, y'all. So here we are. 2,000 years later, making sense out of it. Wrapping it up. Putting the bow in the package, the icing on the cake, the gravy on the chicken fried steak. Him going made the spirit indwelling possible. His going made it to where we could ask the Father in Jesus' name for anything we need or want. His going made it possible for that finished work where that we could then overcome the world. His going, he was preparing a place for us. 
His going, He says, I'm going to come back and we will spend eternity together. I don't know about you, but it sounds like a good deal. God is defining character. He's pulling back all the faulty, raw, and fiddly D so He can expose your inner person, the real you. Not the fake one that we project. Not the one that we let everybody else see with the cosmetic and the facade and the plastic, but the real you. Not your church face, but the real face. The one nobody usually gets to see. The one your husband or wife sees. <laughs> the one the kids see, you know? Remember that face? Shh, don't talk about that. Yeah, that face. He's wanting to reconfigure that personality so that you will look like, taste like, be like Jesus Christ. The ultimate objective of the Father is to conform you to the image of His Son so you will be an identical of Jesus Christ. I'm not quite there. <laughs> I've got so far to go, it's like I've never started yet. And Paul even said, I'm not ready to be set in concrete. The thing that I've been apprehended for, the thing I was arrested for to do, I've not been appreh- I'm not apprehended that yet. I'm still working on it. I am being work in progress. Huh? But this one thing I do, do, I forget the things that are behind. And I press forward to the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. I will be a finished work one day. And that's my projection. That's where I'm going. How are you going to get there? Faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, let's just thank on the Lord for just a minute. Amen. Oh, holy. 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 Clear up. I am Jesus' name. Holy. 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 Hallelujah. Got any rivers you think are uncrossable? Got any mountains you cannot go through? God specializes in things thought impossible. He'll do what no other power can do. I'm here for you tonight to pray the prayer of faith. The Bible says if there's any sick among you, let them call for the elders of the church. They'll anoint with oil in the prayer of faith. You'll save the sick of the Lord. shall raise them up. And if they've committed any sin, it'll be forgiven. Why? The same blood that forgives you is the same blood that heals you. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Why? Because the blood of Jesus. Is that right? Whosoever asks for healing shall be healed. Is that right? Because the blood of Jesus. Either it works or it doesn't. If it works for salvation, we said anybody that calls on him to be saved. Why can't anybody that calls him for healing be healed? The same blood that got your salvation got your healing. Thank you, Master. 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 Praise you, Jesus. Why don't we all stand? Well, we got the introduction out of the way tonight. Galore. Are y'all ready? Now it's time to uh, swim. It's time to uh, put up or shut up. It's time to uh, make it happen. It's time to agree with God.